Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. We are the DeMarie Group. I'm Grace. I'm Deanna. And we are here to tell you about 
the greatness of the Secret to Success podcast with Antonio T. Smith, Jr. It is an amazing podcast where Antonio interviews famous millionaires from around the world. He also interviews famous billionaires as well, and it's very informative, very engaging. He always keeps you entertained and on the edge of your seat. He talks about anything from CBD to quantum physics to the law of attraction. That's me. And so you want to make sure that you tune in and listen to this podcast with Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Tell them how they can check it out. You can go to any of your favorite web browsers, type in Secret to Success and Antonio T. Smith, Jr., and it will come up for your listening pleasure. Check it out. Secrets of Success by me. <laughs> and we are recording. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, thank you, Deanna, for hosting as always. You do such a good job. You do such a good job. Can y'all unmute your mics and clap for Deanna? She's so special. There it is. I sure appreciate all of you. She hosts all our calls. She's always most awesome. Any, if you're new to this call, this is the Plant Better Mindset Hour. I will be your farming partner, and I will help you plant seeds that are worthy of you. My name is Antonio T. Smith, Jr. It's about to go down. Let me tell you all, please. Normally, I have an announcement section. No announcements tonight. You know about the laws <laughs> there. So you know about the number 409-500-1546 if you want to text me. Other than that, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to need to brace yourself for point number two. Point number two, you're going to need to brace yourself for point number five. Those two are doozies, okay? You're going to need to make brace yourself for point number two and point number five. This is my phone call in which I give you the weird, wacky stuff that I know in my head. Yes, I know it. I know it. This is it. Well, I do business sales and marketing on this one, but really, I'm really passionate about doing what I really love to do the most, law of attraction type stuff. We're going to be here for a while. Today, I want to talk to you about five spiritual principles. Yes to experience greater prosperity in your life. Yes. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. How to position yourself for abundance. I know what to say to make people come to a call. How to position yourself for abundance. But I'm going to give you five principles, and number two and number five are lies. Don't you all know that we should be having more than what we have? My hand's up first. Who, who's with me? Who's with me? You, you, you ever looked out and went, man, it's got to be more to life. Man, it has to be something. I'm, I, do, do, do I got the wrong crowd tonight? Is that not? Oh, I got the right one? Okay. It, it, it's got to be more. I keep praying. I keep going to church. Right? I, I, I keep on. I keep on leaning. I keep on. Right? I keep on doing all that. That's a guy for me is gospel soul, y'all, right? I, I, I keep on doing all that stuff, and it's just not working out for me. How many of you have ever been there before? That's a tough place to be, ain't it? Your problem is your positioning, not your life. 
Your problem is your positioning. There is a sacred text that says, I'm going to open up a window of heaven for you. Pour you out one blessing and where you won't have room enough to receive. And I like to joke when I bring that up. It don't take talent to find a window, y'all. It don't. Allow me that Texas colloquialism, please. Y'all is a real word. And it doesn't take talent or skill or to be white, right? Come on, talking to some black folk, right? Or to be black, right? It doesn't take none of that. You didn't have to be the it girl in high school or the jock. None of that. You ain't even got to brush your teeth to find a window. But please do that, though, because when you find a window, we don't want to, you know, hold out miles and, you know, you spitting all up on me with that toxic breath. You understand. Finding the window is about positioning. Everybody follow me? If you want to have good health, right? If you want to have good health, what you do is you position yourself for good health. Want to have a good relationship? You position yourself for a good relationship. Position number one. People who think abundant thoughts live abundant lives. Oh, I'm about to get hard, y'all. I'm about to get hard. Number two is going to change your whole mind. It's going to offend some people. It's going to wake up some people. And some people are just going to get frustrated. Number five is going to do the same thing, okay? But it's my call. We're going to make it work. People who think abundant thoughts live abundant lives. Almost 45 minutes ago, I had non-abundant thoughts jump up on me. And I had to teach my way out those thoughts. Bring it back. 45 minutes ago, I wasn't who you see now. I almost forgot what I know. Anybody got pain that hits you like that? <laughs> Don't fool me now, right? You know, you some of you you, you, you like your religion and stuff, right? You know all them scriptures. But soon as something happens, all of them go out the door, right? <laughs> How do you handle it when the stuff you know ain't good enough to make you feel better? Right? Come on, I'm talking now. I'm getting ready to feel real good around this place. How do you handle it? When the stuff you know don't make you feel better. You know joy go come in the morning. It ain't fixing you right now. You know you get paid in 12 days. You broke right now. Come on now, help me out somebody. Right? You know credit is serious, but yours is getting jacked up because money ain't coming in. Y'all hear that? Somebody in the chat just said, I allow myself to feel it, but I don't stay in the mindset. Facts on facts on facts. Who else suffers from that problem? Knowing what to do and doing what to do are two different things. Two different parts of the brain. Knowing you shouldn't trip over this situation and still tripping over that situation sounds just like us. Yes? yes? People who think abundant thoughts live abundant lives. And you don't get to think them and not maintain them. 
Here's the problem with becoming a millionaire. If you don't know how to maintain a million dollars, you ain't no millionaire. And if you're not the color of persuasion, if you get a million dollars and you lose it, you ain't getting it again. The system ain't going to work it out that way. That's my call. I can get as real as I want to get. The truth is, if you think abundant thoughts, that's not enough to have an abundant life. I'll break that down in number five. But those who think abundant thoughts do tend to live abundant lives. How many of you right now got some stuff on your dream wall, been there three years, you still ain't got that thing yet? Don't fool me now. Don't fool me. I'll wait. There you go. How many of you got some stuff on your dream wall, been there seven years, the paper done turned yellow on you? It it done oxygenized, okay? It's got yellow. It done curled up on the ends. You forgot that you've used thumbtacks to put it even in there. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I remember when I first started this journey, Denise say me. I remember when I first started this journey, I put a piece of paper where I, I was in a network marketing company. I put a piece of paper right where I brushed my teeth at. I lit, It was in my way, and I wanted it in my way because every day I said, I'm going to promote to MD, and I'm going to promote to SD by this day, and I'm going to do this. And I brushed my teeth and never got it. Every day for two years, I brushed my teeth, never got it. Never got it. I put it where I can see it. And I mean, brushed them, never. The only thing that happened was my gums started bleeding. That's about it. Ain't never, right? Ain't never got nothing that came from that affirmation. You know why? Because I didn't vibrate at it. I thought it. But this isn't a thinking universe. It's a feeling universe. It responds to your feelings, not your thoughts. That's why some of them folk you say in your head, I'll kill you. Aren't you glad they ain't dead? Okay. Let me explain this to you. Thoughts plus emotions equals creations. Everybody write that down. Thoughts plus emotions equals creations, okay? Now, this explains why when you walk out of a scary movie, you don't get bit by no vampire on your neck or no poltergeist come out or whatever. It's because in the movie, you had all the emotions because you fell in love with the character or whatever, the plot. So when you walked out, you said, it's not real. And so you never completed the creation. Walk with me. Some of y'all not making prosperity appear in your life because once you think it, once you brush your teeth, Antonio, and say you're going to be a millionaire in two years, you go, as soon as you put the toothpaste out, but this ain't real. And the same way the vampire don't manifest is the same way your retirement don't manifest. I'm talking to somebody. I am talking to somebody in this place. Thoughts plus emotions equals creation. Yes, yes. Alicia got her hand up. You are talking to me, sir. Now, if you want, if you got a question, you can just interrupt me at any time and you know, butt out a question. It's all good. You're not bothering me. Just unmute your mics and go on, on in there. But let me tell you, some of y'all have un thought 
your creations. Which leads me to point number two. Ooh, remember I told y'all number two and number five? Ooh, law's gonna like it. I don't know. Anyway, let me just go for it. Oh, and I'm sorry. Hold on. Before I get to number two, I wrote a quote by Marion Wilson. Marion Wil- Williamson said, the key to abundance is to meet limited circumstances with unlimited thoughts. That was good, ain't it? That's real good. She says the key to limited circumstances, key to abundance is to hit Antonio's move 45 minutes ago with Antonio's now unlimited thoughts now. Let me see if I can make that more plain. Yes, you down to your last $20. Now hit it with being excited that since you have $20, the universe knows where to find you to give you more money. Now hear what I just said, right? Since you got $20, the universe clearly knows where you're at. That's the good news. Now it can't get lost the next time it's got a million dollars in a trash bag on the side of the road. You understand what I'm saying? Next time that million dollars wash up in the seat. That's your million dollars. You understand what I'm talking about, right? It knows where to find you. Did you see how I hit that limited situation with unlimited thoughts? Instead of saying, God, I only got $20. I said, wow, the universe knows where to find me. I got $20. Now, if you're just joining us on the call, as I drink my spritzer water with no sugar, no sodium, no flavor. As I drink my water, I want you all to recognize that I'm at point number two. Remember I said point number two is a doozy? Somebody, some, there's a marketer going, hey, don't build it up too, man, man. It may not be a doozy. Let me tell you, it is. I can build it up and still not hit it. Number two. And number two has one, two, three, three points. It's four points total. Okay? Number two. There is enough abundance for everyone. Actually, it's got six points total. There's enough abundance for everyone. Right now, everybody can't handle that. But that's pretty easy. You got that. No problem. Wait till, wait till the two points inside this point. There's enough abundance for everybody, Law. Everybody right now can go out and get all the money we ever desire and there will still be money. Lakeisha say, say it loud for the people in the back. There is money for everybody. There's enough, there's enough love for everybody. There's enough happiness for everybody. And the more vaccine is happy is not affecting me. Ooh, did I just hit a vein? That Steve's happiness don't cut out mine. It, it just doesn't do it. The more Pam Norris makes money, it's not her taking from me. I can donate to her without her taking from me. I'm talking to somebody. I can actually tell Law nice shoes without taking that compliment from myself. You ever met somebody that gave you, it was like, I said it happens often. Often. I said it happens often. Nice shoes, right? You ever had somebody give you a half compliment? Like like them folk at McDonald's that give you one barbecue sauce with your nuggets? 
You know them folks. You know, they, you ask for a napkin, they give you two. Like the napkins is coming out of their pocket. You took it right? out of my mouth. Like, coming out of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the two? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's your little business doing? Look, Tyrese say, when people do that to you, they go, I see you over there getting money. Tyrese say, that person has a problem with you. They couldn't say, Lord, man, good job. They go, nah, I see you over there getting all the money. Yeah. That person don't like you, y'all. They don't. Every single time somebody gives you a half compliment, it's because they don't like you enough to give you a full one. Mm. Did y'all hear what I just said? They don't like you enough to give you a full one. They don't. They don't. So there's enough abundance out there for everybody. Can you feel me? Can you dig it? There is enough abundance out there for everybody. Again, at any time, if you want to just jump in and holler at me or just ask a question, you're more than welcome. Inside of point number two, there is more than enough. Watch it. Okay, hold on. Let me not. Let me stop. I was going to get controversial. Law, raise his head. Go ahead, Law. Go ahead. I was gonna get I was gonna get to the controversial part. I told you number two and number five is too no, real, but I'm gonna go ahead and let God let it long go. Okay, so I know that that's the case. Everything is abundant. Abundance is all around us. But why does that stop other people for being the cheerleaders of someone else? And should I even because, ask you? I mean not that I can't nah, you good. It's a good question. Because of lack. Because people think People have been taught lack. The only time lack exists, y'all, can y'all hear me? Only time lack exists is when man creates it. Lack can't exist any other place. Okay? The universe does not make lack. It even makes bacteria in abundance. The AIDS virus has abundance. The flu ain't going nowhere, no time soon. If you in Texas, hay fever is everywhere. Have you ever been somewhere where pollen is everywhere? Everybody calls is green. You ain't never seen one pollen. <laughs> Tony said Hawaii right now. You ain't never seen a little bit of pollen. You've never seen a sad rain cloud dropping out one raindrop. you never seen a small mountain. You get it? You ain't seen no small mountain. You see mountains smaller than others, but a mountain is a mountain. I dare you walk up it. I dare you walk up it. You understand? You ain't never used the restroom, did you, in number two, and it had a small smell. Do you understand what I'm saying? Every single time the universe does something, it is abundant. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is abundant. You ain't just... You, know, you ain't just came out the womb, you know, Mom, I'm just not going to use the restroom. I'm going to be good. You're never going to change my diapers. Nope. Every day, it go in, it's got to come out. Do you understand what I'm saying? The universe does everything in abundance to include your money. Man then says, Dion, you can't have it. What you mean? Well, I got here first. And I tried to share, but every, watch it. Everybody kept coming. Now, I don't have all the stuff I want. I'm talking now. Can I put that in religious terms? We can't keep helping all y'all. 
fill out this paperwork and let us know why you need help from the church. <laughs> it's number. It's in number two, so it's getting worse, right? Right. Just, just. I can't keep helping you, Tony. I can't keep helping you. Tell me when you gonna get your stuff together. All that's lack. The universe has never complained about helping me. Um, you've never gone to the ground in your garden, and, you, and the ground was like, "No, nah, man, we 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 sprouted up last summer, we last fall. We ain't got time for that this time, right? Never happens." So, point in accounting is based on the concept of limited supply. All facts. That's what Phil just said in the comments. Now, y'all ready? This is controversial. It's not controversial. People like me and Phil go understand, and some of you. All right. Here we go. There's more than enough. We're all God. See? See? I told you. It's about to get worse. It's about to get worse. It's my call, though, okay? It's my call. There's more than enough. Why? Because you God. Can we go to your Bible for a second? Let us make man in our image. Yeah? Man and woman. Let us make sure that we make you like we are made. Is that not enough? Mm-hmm. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28, just in case. Then let that same man and woman we created have dominion. How are you going to have dominion if you don't have a domain? <laughs> Do you understand? That's, that, that's kingly talk, right? <laughs> When you got dominion, you also have a domain. You also the boss. Okay. I'm going too far. I apologize. But in chapter two, it says, say, come on. In chapter two, it says, then God breathed into Adam, and Adam came a living soul. So what was in whatever you call God, got in you. One more time for the Christians in the back. Greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. Yes. Now, get out the Bible. I can do it. You want in the Islam? I, I can do it for that too. You want to seek? It doesn't matter. I give you all of them. Here's the deal. All of us are God. Why? Because everything on planet Earth and the universe started in one place. Every school of thought believes that. Every school of thought believes that. Just pick one. Pick a school of randomness. We started in one place. It was in the sea as a single-cell organism. That's real talk. If you believe in, if, you, if you're a true atheist, and if you believe in randomness, then we all started in the sea as a single-cell organism. Okay? And after millions of millions of years we develop eyes it was unclear and we develop a little bit more and then eventually we develop fins fins became we, we kind of crawled out as reptiles and then transform into mammals and then apes and then humans over billions of years okay but we started from one single cell organism if you're religious you think god started it for ain't if god started it, ain't that one place okay if you believe in the Big Bang, isn't it fair to say that the Big Bang is in one place? Everything got so dense to it banged out. That's one place. Every major school of thought says in the beginning, 
everything was one thing that it exploded and you're all still connected so if you are all made from star stuff as neil tyson degrassian would say degrassi would say isn't it safe to say that you are still it god oh you know what you being you just being too liberal no problem i want all of you to this right now you don't have to unmute your mics but i just want you to speak for a second just say just say water if you just 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 water just say water go ahead you can unmute your mic. you can put on the mic just say water 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 huh. water, water. 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 Water can Water. can any other species on planet Earth do that? Huh? Huh? You mean to tell me that you can take vibrations, filter them through a vocal cord, and then create language out of nothing? That sounds a lot like God. You know what? I'm still being too liberal. That's that's, you know, they kicked me off of Fox News and being too liberal, okay? So now, I want you to take a piece of paper and just draw something on it. And before you get to that paper, if you've been taking notes, that paper had nothing on it, and you created something out of nothing because you are the great creator itself. Ah. 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 Let's keep going and get more controversial law. Not only is there more than enough, but not only is are you all God, God is not poverty. God is abundance. And if you are going to position yourself in abundance, it is time for you to remember you wouldn't sit here to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never prayed to no broke God. <laughs> you wouldn't even do it. You just wouldn't do it. You wouldn't go, God, you got something from me, man. I ain't got it this time. You ain't come on. <laughs> right? I'm not gonna follow you no more. Right? I'm not gonna do that no more, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna do that no more. I expect you to always have it, yes? Somebody put in the chat, head and not the tail. It's correct. And I'm helping somebody. God is abundant. Poverty is not holy. And stop letting people tell you you got to be poor to be righteous. There is no such thing as a poor, righteous teacher. The two cancel out. You can't be a poor, righteous teacher. You can't. I can't tell you how good abundance is, and every time you see me, my car is smoking from the engine. If I can't buy you lunch when you come down here, you shouldn't be following me. <laughs> it's some folks that been down here that understand, right? It's, it's, it's for real, though, right? If, if I can't buy you lunch when you come down here, somebody lying. Okay? Somebody, right? God is abundance. Now watch it. That means everywhere you go, you go in abundance. 
the only time that you stop being abundant is when you stop being God. Let me give you examples of stop being God. Low self-esteem. I'm talking now. Eating food when you're depressed. Come on. Lack of self-discipline. All these are attributes you would never follow God with, right? Being angry all the doggone time. Uh-huh. Being the friend we always got to motivate so we can be around you. I'm talking. I know that. Some of y'all are the friends that we always got to cheer up just so you, like you put us in a position to cheer you up and until you feel better, we can't feel better. What if, what, what if God treated you like that? Whatever you call God, right? What if you woke up with God, you was like, hey, God, it's a good day. No, no, it's not. We're going to sit here in the living room until I feel better. I know you got to go to work, but I'm just not feeling good today, law, right? No, 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 no. And every single time you act like you're not the great creator, you lose abundance. You do. That is true separation from God. That's true sin. Okay? If you want to call sin separation from God, that is true sin. To not remember you are a creator. To have more low self-esteem than faith. And every time you sit there and let negative feelings, there's only one type of negative feeling. It just manifested into all. Fear. All negative feelings is fear. It can show up like anger. It can show up like jealousy. It's all fear. Napoleon Hill lists out the great six of them. Okay? Fear of loss of love. Fear of poverty. Fear of correction. Uh, it's not fear of criticism, what you call it. Some of you can't stand being corrected because you fear looking stupid. Let me bless you. Your God or God or whatever, if you're even if you're atheist, doesn't matter, right? I'm not here to argue to that. If God ain't worried about looking stupid. You know how many times God then went on God's plan and everybody's like, What the heck is going on? And boom. Oh, that's what you was talking about. It took him like fifty years to do it. He was looking stupid for fifty years. He wasn't worried about it. So why are you? God is abundance, not poverty, and every single time that you operate not in your creator or creation power, that's how you get in poverty. Every single time. Every single time you've ever been depressed, it's because you forgot you was a creator. You could have created happiness. Every single time you got money behind, you forgot to create prosperity. You, you create the credit card and the credit card debt. You forgot to create somebody who was going to pay for your credit card debt. 
you created the business but forgot to create the customers. Right? I told you, number two is a doozy. I do apologize, okay? No one is, uh, this is the last point of number two, then we're going to go back. But number five is going to hit you again. No one is kept in poverty by a shortness of riches. They are kept in poverty by their attitude towards abundance. I'll repeat. No one on planet Earth is kept in poverty by a shortness in supply of riches. They are kept in poverty by their attitude towards abundance. I forgot who I was for about 45 minutes today. And I'm grateful it only took 45 minutes to remember. So I hear what I said? Some of y'all been tripping for 45 months. You hear what I'm saying? Some of you have been in a funk since 97. Come on, don't fool me now. I need somebody that's going to keep it real with me. It just ain't been the same since your grandparents died. Who's like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't been the same since you got divorced. Come on now. Who, who, who's with me? Who's going to be able to willing to admit, you know what? If I wouldn't have made that mistake back then, my life would be better. I'm behind. <laughs> or some of you, if I'd have just went to college. Come on, don't fool me now. And now you're 40, still lamenting a decision you made when you was 18. Come on, Law, holla at you. Does the same go for if you're trying to rush, rush abundance? Yes. Yes. What a beautiful question. Because God's never in a rush. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem, huh? Taking too long to bless you, right? But remember, this is uh, this is something that my, my business partner has recently gotten really good at. You don't have to pray out because you can pray within. Greater is he who's in me. See, I keep looking out for solutions when they're in. So whenever you're in a rush, it's because you're looking out and saying, I don't see my breakthrough. If you look in and go, but I know I am my breakthrough, you let it be what it will be. Let's take that, let's take that out of philosophy. Let's put it in a just straight up practicality. Is that fair? You can't, Lord, you can't look at the ground and go, come on, grow my stuff. Right? You can't plant the seed and be like, all right, come on. Come out the ground. Right? Come out the ground. I planted you. Come out. Come on. Come out. Come out. You can't do that. You can't do that. Because let me tell you what some of you do. If you don't know, this is a seed. Some of you, you got this problem, okay? If you listen on just audio, I put some keys in my left hand. And I'm holding the keys tight, and the keys are a seed. Can't nothing grow in your hand. 
You control too much. Your hand ain't where harvest come from. Your hand is how you sow. Your hand is not how you reap. I'm talking to somebody. You, I dare you to hold a seed in your hand for 30 years and see if it sprout roots. <laughs> it is never going to grow. There is nothing about your hand that's ever going to grow a seed. Watch this here, y'all. What you got to do, I now have a towel in my right hand if you just listened over the phone, right, or on podcast or something. What you got to do is you got to stop being so controlish and let go. And you got to give the seed to something you don't control, like the ground or your mentor, mm, who would then put it in the right ground. Got me? Now, when it go into the ground, you can't say, come on out of here now. Because here's what y'all do. I got you lost, please. Here's what y'all do. Every time you go back to... So here is, I got my if you oh I got my towel up again, I, and I planted the seed into the ground. The ground is the towel. Seed is in there, but watch it. Now you can't see the seed. It's in the ground. Now y'all pay attention. This is what y'all do. You're so much control freaks. You're so afraid. You have to control everything. This is what you do. Let me just check on the seed real quick. And you take it out the ground. And every time you take the seed out the ground, you restart your harvest. You reschedule your reaping. It was just about to come out in two days. And you took it out. Now you got to wait 23 months again. Come on, somebody. I'm helping somebody. Every time you control it and you go in there and you pick up the seed, you reschedule your harvest. And I don't know about you, but I am so tired of rescheduling what's for me. <laughs> I'm talking to me right now. If I reschedule what's for me one more time, I'm going to slap me on the left side of the face. <laughs> I'm just telling you straight up. I am tired of rescheduling what's for me. And I'm going to get what's for me. And I'm going to relax when I plant it. And I'm going to let, let it come up when it come up. Because the truth about harvest is they never sprout at the same time. But the also truth about harvest is it always comes in a principle of multiplication. Oh. That means every time you plant one, you get back a thousand. Come on, Law, holler at me. I'm listening. We helping somebody today, man. Well, you helped me. You helped me earlier today when you went live because uh, one of the questions was, should you put a time limit on your business? And you said there's no such thing as a time limit on your business. Your business is your mm. business. You work it until you work it. And that really set into my soul because I didn't think of it in that aspect. I remember the first time around when I was in MLM, I said, I'm going to give it two years, two, three years. If it ain't going the way it's supposed to be going, then I got to go. And it was going well. <laughs> but when I kept on pondering on that thought, that's when it started to decline. So mm. it really started to connect. Like there is no backup. And then that was another thing. Like I would decide that I'm going to do something, but this is the backup just in case. And it's, it makes more sense. No wonder why it fell because I always had a backup. You know, sometimes you think of life in that way, but it just, it really helped me out earlier today. So I'm, I'm just Yeah, like, no, I mean, your, your harvest was the backup. It was never your plan. All your dominant thoughts and energy was on the backup. 
So the only way you could possibly move through life was to sabotage your breakthrough and get you back up. How many are right now? You're currently in the season of your life to where you reap the backup and sabotage the breakthrough. Don't fool me now. Don't fool me. Because I know humans. And if you got a backup plan, that's why you don't have your breakthrough. That's true. Backup plans are poison to breakthroughs. Poison. Lars Wright, I, I forgot I did say that earlier. You don't have no time limit. You work your business with an obsession until it comes out the ground what you want. You understand? God ain't got no backup plan. God didn't make you and went, you know what, Law, if you don't work out, Tony, if you don't work out, I'm going to have another you that's going to work out. Like, think about that for a second, right? <laughs> I, I have a better you, right? You the one I want, but there's a, there's a there's another you that makes me feel safe, just in case you mess up. Y'all hear that? That's crazy, and that's how you treat your baby, which is your business. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> All right, just so you know, we out of number two. Don't you feel better? I told you it was a doozy. Now, number five is coming, though. Number five coming. Deja vu? Okay. But, but number five coming. I got nothing to do with it. Yes, I do. I got everything to do with that because I wrote it. But number five coming. And so we're going to fly through three but, and four pretty quickly. Go ahead, Jerome. But, but we was taught that you're supposed to have a backup plan. So guess what? Guess what we did? We created backup plan. Listen to the people you love. Yep. Yep. Let me help y'all out real quick. Two things I know for sure. Both of them going to hurt. Thing number one, your teachers were poor. And I'm talking about your parents, okay? Thing number one is your parents taught you positive. So did your church or your mosque. And then if you, in, if you grew up like me, they taught you poverty was holy. You better not get rich. You'll lose your soul. I know I ain't just talking to me. You better not. It is easier for a camel. <laughs> How you knew what I was going to say? To go through an eye and a needle for it is for a rich man to end the end. Right? Money's the root of all evil. Money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Money's so bad, but we need it to pay the bills. Now, wait a minute now. I need some... You know, like, wait a minute, right? But we often miss because of money. No, love of money. But anyway, we won't get into that. Point is, number one, your teachers were poor. The same people told you to have a backup plan are the same people who live in their backup plan and never live their life. And, and Antonio, the seat. Yes, the sir. Gets, the part that gets me. Because, you know, you, you know you're stepping all over my toes. You know that, right? Oh, I'm stepping over a whole lot of people, so I'm surprised I'm not being stoned just yet. Well, what the interesting thing is that a good a good buddy of mine. Well, matter of fact, you talked to him when, he, when you came to Baltimore. Yeah, I remember. I stepped down from my position as a as a salaried employee and started selling my books 
and my glass full. I said, I'm an entrepreneur, right? See, so, so, so I'm, 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 I'm fulfilling my dream, but I'm still working at the company that I'm working for, okay? Because that gonna mm-hmm. put a little bit of money in my pocket. Oh, Lord, that's okay. a backup plan, Lord. Oh, I'm going to tell the truth, man. You know, the book said the truth make you free. So I'm still working <laughs> and, and I'm making more money than I did when I was a salaried employee. So, you know, I got it going on. And mm. one day I'm in my friend's office talking to him about how things shifted with the backup, okay, and put me in a precarious position. And then he says to me, well, you know what the deal was, right? And I said, no, what? He said, you got comfortable. I said, excuse me? He said, you got comfortable. And I said, no, 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 it's not like they said, no, 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 you got comfortable. And so I got a little ticked at him because I didn't want to hear that because I didn't think he was right at the time. So I left mm. the office and went on my way home and I said a couple of uh, uh, profanities in my head about people, you know, how he got to be saying this to me and he's saying that to me. But then by the time I got home, I said, but Jerome, he right. See, step down to become the entrepreneur to follow your dream, but you kept holding on to what was enslaving you, even though they kept mm. giving you more money. So while you're doing that, you ain't following your dream. Even though you don't, it's like dipping your foot in the pool, but you don't get out there and swim. And, mm. and Tony, I went back to him and told him, I said, I want you know I had to kind of cuss cuss at you a couple of times because I didn't appreciate what you said to me. I said, but I have to admit to you. I said, guess what? I said, you're right. And then I said to him, I said, I just wanted to let you know that that you know I haven't known you that long, and I and I and I, and I can't believe that you had that type of insight. He said, no. He said I, that didn't come from me. He said I know who your father is. I said, mm-hmm. excuse me. He said, I know who your father is. <laughs> but you know, Antonio, Somebody get the organ. he was right. Come on now. And, and, he, and, he, and here's the other part. Not only did things shift and go in the uh, other direction, it's gotten worse. Hello? Look at See, that. So, so God was trying to tell me two years ago to go in a different direction. I ain't going to listen to him. And he said that mm-hmm. brother to tell me it was going in the wrong. I ain't going to listen to him. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm listening now. Yeah, poverty will make you listen, won't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Oh, I'm listening now. Yeah, buddy. Couple of things before I get to Dave and his question. Poverty will always show up as money to keep you away from your dreams. Mm -hmm. Mm. Every time, poverty will show up as $22 an hour. And the universe had twenty-two million a year for you. For some of y'all, security is your master. That's why you have a dream, and you live your backup plan. Some of y'all gonna treat the ATS network like that. You're gonna be like, "Yay!" But I'm gonna keep. The truth is, in 2011. I told in 2010, excuse me, in 2000, yeah, in 2010, I gave my job a year and a half notice. I said, I'm leaving in 2012. I ended up leaving November 22nd, 2011. Store manager at Lee's Lee's I said, listen, I'm le-. actually, I was just a manager at first and I got up to store manager. I'm leaving in a year and a half. Ain't nobody believe me. But 
I said to myself that if Ignite Energy, that's what I was with at the time, pay me, I'm out. I was with Ignite Energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, if Ignite Energy pay me, I'm out. But watch this to y'all. But if they don't, I'm still out. Ask Tempest. She was there. Now pay attention to me. I left November 22nd with about $500 and I retired. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. I left so broke, my last check was accounted for. Y'all know how that life is, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know how that life is. It's spit before you get it. All right, good, good. I just want to make sure I got the right crowd. I just want to make sure. Then I was, I was, I was speaking. I was, I was preaching and getting paid. Okay. Well, well, excuse me. Well, I, had, I had this gift, but uh, I was stuck at a church for comfort. Y'all know that, right? Then I said this here, law. It's time for me to move on. And Tempest, that's when I first met Tempest, and I moved on. January 1st, 2012. I moved on and I came back. How many of y'all did that before? Ah, yeah. I went out there. Let me come back. Let me come back. Then here's what happened. Pastor started talking about me in a bad way. And I'm not talking about him. I'm not talking about him. I'm just saying, start talking about me in a bad way. Hurt my little feelings. He's the godfather of my child. Hurt my feelings. It took me to get my heart broke to be reminded I wasn't even supposed to be there. <laughs> I'm talking to somebody. So I left. No money, just speaking. And I never needed money again. February 2012, I left by June 2012. I was at Lakewood Church. Over 20,000 people. And it was at Lakewood I learned how to do what I do today. But if I never would have left Little Caesars, I never would have went to Lakewood. Never would have got here. Wouldn't know y'all. And I'd be a Good store manager. <laughs> <laughs> Upset at everybody. Come on, come on, Dave. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. All right. I guess, uh, man, it's been a, a great run for me. Um, but I, I'm, I'm kind of a little confused right now in my journey. It's because, you know, I can relate to the backup plan because, you know, every time trucking would go not like I wanted, you know, I would go back to the plants. So I would pop a toolbox and, you know, that was my backup plan. Uh, you know, I, I would always, I would I would fight with that. And it, it would be in the back of my mind in the truck like, okay, it's not working out. So let me go back to construction. And, then, and once I get to construction, like, you know, I go back to a refinery, it would get harder. You know, it, 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 it was getting literally harder. Like, every time I would go there, it would be like, you know, they would do some extra stuff and, you know, all these crazy rules and, you know, and I'm just going, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I come, I come, I come over here for, 
a comfort then, but then, you know, in a business, you know, I had my own boss, go where I want. Ooh. And then when me and you had that conversation, you know, I was, I was, I was struggling with a lot of stuff and 18 was like rough for me financially and everything, you know, and then we had that conversation and you told me to. I remember, I remember. Yeah. Okay. I need y'all to hear, tell them what I told you. You told me to let the house go. And you said you would not regret it. That's what, that, that was your exact words. And so, you know, I had the, that was, you was the, the human confirmation behind it, right? And so, you know, I sold everything. Once I, once you told me that, I, I had automatically like, you know what? I can't have a, another backup plan. I can't have an excuse. So I got rid of everything that was pertaining to construction. Hard hats. I gave away toolbox. I gave away boots. I gave away no mixes. I mean, I just gave it all away. Y'all hear this man? This and, man is preaching right now. <laughs> you know, and I just, I just, I just sunk in with, with the truck. Now, here's my dilemma. And I'm just being transparent and honest, but I, I understand the journey right now, right? Because, you know, God gave me this vision, like seriously, like in 05 when I, when I was in Atlanta and this one I'm at now, right? And I danced all around the trucking. But, you know, my battle, honestly, like, my fight is now, I'm like, you know, I, I gave up the backup plan. I'm, I'm pursuing the, the, the trucking full, wholeheartedly full time, just basking in it, enjoying it, and then I come to this wreck, right? And I'm like, now I see that the wreck was part of the plan because so many other doors are opening as far as, like, contractional for me to take it from this one operation, one truck operation to this multi-million dollar company. Well. <laughs> and, mm. Mm. you know, I'm just being honest now, you guys. Like, I don't I don't know how y'all are, but, you know, my finances went together at this point. My credit went together at this point. You guys, like, since I've been really trusting God, I'm just being honest, like really just moving in that and really took my hands off the process of, well, I, I need to, I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to do that and, and all this extra stuff and, and really put my hands on it. And when I just, I just did like the robbers and I, and I just put my hands on was like, okay, I'm putting the seed in the ground, like Antonio said, and I'm just going, I'm going to cover it and I'm not going, I'm not going to peek at it. I'm, I'm just going to continue walking. And like I say, the doors are opening, but I didn't, I'm, I'm still confused though, honestly. Cause I'm like, yep. okay, the wreck. And then I'm on, and then not only even with the finances, you know, um, I, uh, you know, I'm on short-term disability and things of that nature. Man, I, I find myself just being obedient. And when you guys called, I sold into ATS and I paid my tithes and I'm just, I'm just seeing like, I feel like, I'm being rewarded more now on this um, mm-hmm. on a short-term disability than I was uh-huh. running my truck full-time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I didn't meet all the bills when I was running this truck. And, and you know, and I was I was making the money. But now I'm I'm on this fixed budget. I'm taking my tires out of there. I'm, you know, I'm doing the things that I need to do to, and not worrying about it. You know what I'm saying? And 
mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put y'all all in my business like that. You know, one of the things uh, that I that I had to do was really because you know I had I I had a situation happen Sunday and it, it it didn't sit right in my spirit, you know, and I was okay with it. I had made my mind because you know my you know my, my wife she just told me she wanted a divorce. So I'm like, okay, cool. And it hurted me at that moment for that, you know what I'm saying, for that moment of her saying that. And then, you know, I got in here and I was just like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then, you know, kind of like this 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, thank God, I was, he's been waking me up these last couple of weeks and he's he dropping stuff in my spirit early in the morning. So as soon as I execute on it, it just, um, stuff started to happen. So, Antonio, brother, I, uh, I've been doing everything he said. I took my hands off of it. I gave it peace. He told me Tuesday to pay my tithes. When I was, when I got my my other short-term disability, and mind you, I'm on child support, so they're taking, you know, half of that. And you guys, I'm I'm just being transparent. I'm I'm telling y'all to really just step away from it, take away, take your hands off everything, and just live and enjoy it. I paid my tithes in court exactly how God told me to do it. And I didn't, I, I wasn't even thinking. I just like, I, I remember what he told me Tuesday. The money hit Thursday. I went exact, I went to the bank and I took the money out and I went, I wrote out the envelope. I deposited it. I went and brought it straight to church. I, I paid my tithes. So my short-term disability had been, had been short every other week so you know I, you know funds has been tight and today i get a full check just by being obedient mm-hmm. and taking my hands off of it right and i'm just like and then you know he just told me during this time you know he's talking he's like that i need to be selfish i needed to be selfish and make and just make dave happy everything it, it's about dave right now everything that dave wants to do this is what it, it's about in this season and this season, I'm being selfish. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to get off the call. Everyone is not going to understand where you're at. So, you know, this call is perfect because, you know, you tell it to supposedly super spiritual people, you know, they try to get you to twist the words. And I'm just being frank, man. I had to tell the individual, like, you know, God told me to be selfish. I'm not, I'm not going to reword this situation to say, you know, self-care and a peace to you. No, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm supposed to be doing is being selfish. And I can honestly say, Antonio, since I, since we linked up, since we crossed paths, like, this is what I'm supposed to be. Like, all this was destined. Like, everything. Everything that I'm experiencing, you know, is destined for for the greatness. But I had to see another face that looked like me that was doing it. And that and that means so much to me. I don't know about you guys, but for me, you know, and I know we have different creeds and things on this phone, but man, I'm telling you, to see a black man doing what you're doing, changing lives, and a young black man, man, and, and I'm young myself, you know, but just seeing a young brother you know, come from my background, come from the hood, and able to embrace and embark 
and, and, and blaze trails like you're doing it, brother. It was like, man, you, you have no idea how I smile every time I think about, you know, the the, the situation. So that's why I, I couldn't pass up on. It was it was in my spirit to come to the October event. And every time you guys call, it's, it's you know, I feel I'm obligated to do this because I know I'm pointing to something so great, so, so great, so great. And everybody on this call is greatness. And we didn't, we didn't understand our potential until God had to open them doors and show us. And some of us are still fighting, just like me. We're, we're still fighting with that, with that potential. But we just got to stay on these calls, you know, and stay, stay lifted and keep feeding into your energy. And, um, Hopefully in October I'll be be able to see some of you guys on, on you know on a call and meet y'all in person. Other than that, man, I'm, I'm that's all I got. That's Thank you, man. I, come on, y'all love me tonight. Thank you, That's it, man. I really appreciate you you saying all that because when you're in my position, you never really get to see how much you help people. You always got to keep going. You never really know, you know, if your, your, your full harvest is always concealed from you. Maybe, maybe we'll get arrogant or something. Who knows? Right. But you never really get to see it. <clears throat> never get to see it. So I do appreciate your honor. Every single thing you said, I'm grateful at the bottom of my heart. And I want y'all to know something. Cause I'm about to pick up at number five and we out of here. This man said, I told him, let that house go. Yes, I did. Okay. <clears throat> yes, I did. Let me tell you what number three is and why this man is being blessed right now. Number three is we live an abundant, or excuse me, we live in an abundant giving universe and you were meant to give too. That's why he's blessed. How many times the man said, I'm paying my tithe? Right? Now, I'm not trying to spiritualize it. I'm just saying, keeps giving, keeps getting back. Listen to what Mark Twain says. If you want love and abundance in your life, give it away. Facts. Number four, your desire for abundance can help you create an abundant life. Yeah. You have to first desire abundance to get it. Not think it. Not not know it's out there. You got to literally desire it. Now, let's go back to my man, Dave. We conclude the phone call. I want to go back to that house. He told me his situation. And he told me, right, he was transparent, told you, just transparent with y'all. Hey, man, this is going on. People looking at me funny. And I really want to get out in the truck. That's what they told him. I said, I really want to get out in the truck. And I really want to live my life. And I got it paid off. I really want to do this. But I keep trying to fix the house, and I, every time I'm paying, you know, for all this, I need to, I need to do this, this, and that. And I said, "Well, that's good." He said, "Well, tell me what you think." I said, "You want to know what I think, or you want to, you, you want me to tell you what? You, you want to know what I want to tell you to do?" I had to qualify it first law, because you know, I'm crazy. I told somebody in the middle of my keynote, "Quit your job," right? I, I don't know who was there, but I, and she, I will do that. And so I told him to get that house. Sure did. Sure did. To get the house. The credit messed up anyway. To get the house. 
you trying to keep your reputation is keeping you from your dreams. I'm trying to help somebody in this place. I know y'all wouldn't have said that. I know you don't agree with it. I know it. <laughs> but at this point, he wasn't being a good steward of his life, trying to hold on to something God was trying to take from him. God trying to tear it apart. He trying to fix it. Now let that go. He want to travel, but he's stuck. Which leads me to number five. You must get out of believing mode. Let me explain. That's it. That's all number five says. You must get out of believing mode. Law, if I ain't never said nothing else for you, this is it. Y'all know the whole ask, believe, receive? It's, it's, it's in all sacred texts. It's in New Age thinking. It's in The Secret, the movie, and the book. Lisa Nichols said it, right? Ask, believe, receive. Whatever you ask of me, believe, and you shall receive, right? That's Bible, all that stuff like that, right? Pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all stuck in believing, though. You forgot to receive. <laughs> you keep believing it's going to work out for you. Right? My man believing he going to save this here. No, I'm, I'm serious. Some of y'all right now, you keep believing your marriage going to work. No. Receive a work marriage and it will happen. Stop believing. Your job was to ask and your job was to believe. You wrote it on your wall. You prayed about it. Now, get out of second Face and act like it's already yours. Let me show you something. Um, if you're listening on the phone, I'm, I got my hand out. I'm giving you something. Take some muscles to give, don't you? You know, it, it kind of, you know, I got the little nice little, you know, the little push up thing. You know, my push ups make that happen. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but you can tell I do push ups. It look good, though. That's like the that's like the track style on a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right there. That's the that's the that's the Dwayne the Rock Johnson right there. I don't know. Whatever it is, whatever it is, right? That's what that's my push up. My push ups do that. Now, take a lot of it take a lot of energy to give. That's the whole point of giving. Now watch this thing. All of you just pretend I'm giving you a million dollars. How much energy that takes? Yeah. Yeah, you relax when you receive, aren't you? <laughs> Pay attention. Pay attention. You are relaxed when you receive, don't you? And you trying to get a new life from a tenth body. You can't get your breakthrough tense. Relax like it's already yours. Catch the feeling and stop correcting people. Stop praying about it. Stop believing it's coming. Receive it's here. You can't get into the position of abundance because you're stuck in the position of believing. I promise you, if some of y'all stop praying and start receiving, You'll get what you've been praying for since the 90s. I ain't telling you prayers wrong. I said you did that well. 
Why are you overdoing it? Some of you, you still believe. And every time I ask you, no, nah, I'm believing it's going to work. No, 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 no. Switch that thing. Don't believe it's going to work. Here's your response. Hey, man, how you doing? Man, I receive it all. I feel great about my supernatural breakthrough. It's here right now. Go ahead, Law. I'm listening. Now, that's not the same as giving thanks, right? Because when my prayers is always for thanks, and I have my five eyes that I want in this world, and I always end with thank you for it has already occurred. That's the same thing, brother. We saying the same thing. We saying the same thing. Because when you think that it has already occurred, you switch your vibration. You're saying, I know it's coming. I done went to the throne boldly. I done asked for it. Now, don't bring it here. Right? I expect it in my experience. Let's put it in more practical terms. You plant the seed in the ground, and this is what y'all do in real life. Please, seed. Ooh, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Seed, come up the ground. I speak it over you. Hey, I Speak it, seed. Come forth. Come on, seed. I believe it. I went to seminar and I feel it. Come on, seed. Or be like normal farmers. Kill the ground. Do all the hard work just to put the seed in. Believe that when you put it in, the ground going to do its job and don't worry about it till harvest time. Only other thing you got to do before harvest time is keep the snakes away from your harvest. <laughs> Go ahead, Vaccine. Uh, can you hear me? Loud Hello? and clear. All right. Loud uh, and clear. I, had, I did want to talk about this tonight, but, but when, you, <laughs> when you just mentioned the word belief a few moments ago, I, I can't sit here and let it go by because someone, I think, could possibly be helped by what I'm going to say right now. God had to kill a sparrow once to wake me up. I was faced with the issue, a situation where I needed money to take care of a pressing issue. And I made a deal with the gentleman to do some work on my mother's house to put a roof on the house. And I couldn't figure out how I was going to pay this gentleman. And when I left work, that evening, something hit me on the left side of my face. It, it, there was no pain, but it was, it was like a pillow. But then I couldn't see because I looked in my rear view mirror and I was, my face was covered with blood, feathers, and then bird seeds. <laughs> and I pulled to the side of the road and there was the largest sparrow I had ever seen in my entire life was lying on the floorboard of my car, quivering and died. And I took this little bird and I wrapped it in an academy uh, sales paper. And I took it to a shell gas station and put it gently in a trash can and put a dime or a quarter into the machine just to rinse my face off. But I could not figure out in my mind what was going on until it, the, the scripture spoke to me. Are ye not greater than a sparrow? Mm. 
God had to kill that sparrow not to reinforce my belief, but to let me learn a word that I've lived by ever since. Knowing is greater than belief. Knowing is greater than belief. Because I know that I'm sitting in a chair. I don't have to believe I'm sitting in this chair, but I know I'm sitting in a chair. And that's what the divine power had to allow me to come to know him. And that's greater. And I just wanted to pass that on because I, I think sometimes we become bogged down with believing and sometimes believing is a form of doubt. But once you know something, you know it. And I know that I'm greater than a sparrow. And I know that whatever I touch, I can have it. I know that now. I don't have to believe it. I just wanted to say that. It, it may be out of a, may, be, may not be on a card, but I just had to share that. Thank you. <laughs> it's so much. Oh, yes, yes. I clap. Come on. Come on. Clap for that. Great Vastine. Huh. So, yes. It's so much on the cord. Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can play better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. See you next Monday. <laughs> See you next Monday. I want to talk to you about your goals and your dreams. What are you waiting for? You waiting for someone to dress you in success? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Life was meant to be about laughter, joy, and abundance. There's no shortage of money, and success is your moral obligation. But you're still in a thinking mode. Haven't quite worked your way to saying yes. It's time for you to work, grind. Your business needs you to move from a walk to a run. You have been praying for this opportunity. You've been waiting for owners who will look out for your best interest and send most of the money back into the field. Well, ATS is that company. This is what you have been praying for. So now it's on you. Will you care enough about your business to actually take all the freshman level classes? Will you care enough about your business to move towards the sophomore classes and beyond? Over here, we're giving away all the information that takes you to get the six and seven figures and beyond. Over here, we're not satisfied until 97% of our company is actually making money. We're not looking to get rich. We're looking to make you rich. And by default, we'll share an experience of that success with you. You will learn how to do all social media ads. Here, you will learn how to get on a sales call and convert energy into income. Here, you will learn how to code your own app for your business, set up your social media pages, and learn how to build million-dollar sales funnels. And we will give all that information to every single person who wants it. If you want to quadruple your retirement, this is the place. If you want to bring a customer into the company and have the company do most of the work for you to keep them paying you every single month, this is the place. If you want to benefit from the company's success, this is the place. If you want a company to email your customers money-making tips every single day that keeps them loyal to your downline, this is the place. You and I both know the world and how we used to make money, it has changed. You and I both know that all the tactics that you used to use to produce good results, they don't work the way they once did. How many people do you know that have not adjusted to this information age and now they are out of business? Ask yourself, how much more time do you have to waste and be out of business. Here's my advice to you. Stop passing up on opportunities because you're afraid to take another loss. Fear is the enemy of wealth and comfort is the repellent of millions. Will you answer the call? Or 
where you just get excited and be like, wow, this is a great video and do nothing. The choice is yours. Let us celebrate your retirement. Let us celebrate your millions. Let us celebrate you and break you through the glass. This is ATS and this is your moment. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if, the, if, it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site 
in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.